Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Running for the telephone, and I hear your voice. 
Welcome to this week's Made in Brum, and you've just heard the band 021 with a song called The Pop Song. And joining me on this week's show will be Jess Collins, who runs the Facebook group Birmingham Music Archive, and he was also behind the campaign to turn the empty crown in Birmingham Town Centre into a music museum, celebrating our city's musical history. But before Jez gets here and we have a little chat, this is a great track from the band Wounded Spirit, and this track is called Fake News. And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. Fake, 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 phony, fake. And I'm very pleased to welcome on to the Made in Brum show, Jess Collins. Welcome, Jess. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. Nice yeah. to be here. I'm grateful that you was able to pop down and join us. Big fan of what you're doing out there with all your history of Birmingham music. So you're currently living in Bearwood. I am. For the first, I think, six months, seven months of my life, I uh, lived in on the Vale uh, in one of the flats with my mum and dad. They came back over here. And then my dad was working at Thorn EMI over in Washwood Heath. Born in Mosley, came to the Vale. And then went back to Mosley uh, and lived there for, you know, there in King's Heath, really, until I was, you know, 16. 
then moved over to Acox Green, lived with a bunch of mates at uh, Stockfield Road, then moved over to Edgebaston, and then eventually moved to Bearwood. So I, I've been getting further away uh, <laughs> as, as the years have gone on. But a lot of my family are in, are in Chelmsley still and, and Tarcross. Which is a big music area. Massive music area. That I think uh, we, was, we were talking about me before about you know the love of music and where it comes from. And I remember, sort of, I, I was born in '69, so just about Miss Punk, uh, unfortunately. But my cousin, who was Mark, was 52, 53. so he was just on the cusp of it, and he, he was you know discovering it. And in my memories were that music was the be all and end all. Music, fashion, yeah. football, but music was the the prime prime thing. And I remember just, you know, hearing post-punk bands like Bauhaus, yeah. The Cure, and then hearing bands like Japan uh, were big things. That was my cousin Mark and his brother uh, Luz. And it was a massive thing. We'd go into town and, and we'd buy records or they'd buy records and I'd be like, what are they doing? And they'd get them back and we listen to them. And it was just a big, massive big love. Music's always been around me. So we're going to have your first choice. Uh, the first one, I thought we'd kick off with a bit of reggae. And what I've done with this selection, Dave, is I've, I've tried to... There's no UB40, there's no Steel Pulse, there's no Black Sabbath, no Duran Duran, no ELO, none of the things that we might associate with Birmingham. And this is a great example. This is a band called Eclipse uh, from Handsworth. They never quite made it for whatever reason, but they yeah. had an album, mate. And this is a, a brilliant song called uh, Six Dead. Solution. If you 
great choice. Yeah, do you like it? Yeah. yeah, love Eclipse. Yeah, great band, aren't they? Hugely underrated. Them, mm. Bashara, Unity, African Star, loads of re- reggae capital of, yeah. of the UK, I, I, I think Birmingham is. Yeah, well, we touched on it briefly. You was on about when you were growing up, people you hung around with, it was all about playing records. To go and listen to music, you had to go to a record shop, yeah. buy an album, sit down and play, usually yeah. with your mates. So where was you buying your music from? Well, I remember the very first single and album I bought was in 1979. It's in King's Heath, actually. It's in Preedy's. Do you remember Preedy's? Uh, they used to be like a stationary-type store, and it was in King's Heath High Street. It was Blondie dreaming, and it was uh, Boomtown Rats, Tonic for the Troops album, were the two first things I bought on vinyl. And then I remember I'd, I'd go into town with, with my cousins, and we'd go to uh, Reddington's. We'd go yeah. to Sawfish, or Rockers, as it was at the time. Second City Sands on Summer Row. Oasis, uh, there'd be a couple of dealers in there, a couple of shops in there. Virgin and HMV, you know, Virgin particularly in Ball Street. HQ and uh, Cyclops in Piccadilly Arcade. There was a uh, plastic factory down on uh, Corporation Street. There used to be little ones. I don't know if you ever remember this, though. There used to be little sort of electrical shops around. So they, you get all this great stuff, dirt cheap. And there was one up by Castle Brom where I used to get my hair cut. Stanton's, I used to get my hair cut there. And there's like a hi-fi type shop and they sold records. I mean, you used to just cane that. And we just put it out at you know, fairly cheap prices. Yeah. So we used to go, I don't know, again, it's sort of different now, but we used to go all over the city. And then, like as you said, you go home and you play either in your room or you go around your mate's house and, and you go, oh, man, I wasted my money on this. Or isn't that brilliant? <laughs> so it's you know, it great. It was just great. So we're going to have another choice. We are. So this is a, this is a, a band called Muscles. If people hear this, look them up on, on Google because they're four white blokes with massive big curly bum hair and they look awful, but they make this fantastic fun- funk as track. And the guy, uh, I'm pretty sure you'll know this band, Craig uh, from the 60s. Yes. Uh, so this Craig. is the guy who's in Craig, um, Jeff Brown, his name is, and he went off to, into America and became a games mogul. But this is a real mad slice of funk from 1976 called Jungle Strut.
welcome back to Made in Brum, and that was the Sea Urchins with Pristine Christine. Christine. That's right, yeah. From 87. 87, fantastic band, eh? You were into that 80s indie scene. Yeah, absolutely. So everything, uh, you know, from Bauhaus, which is, you know, 82 onwards, uh, all the way through to bands like Spear Destiny, New Model Army. But in Birmingham, there were bands like um, Sea Urchins, first uh, ever release on Sarah Records, you know, really fated um, record label from Bristol. Uh, bands like Mighty Mighty, who were part of the C86. In fact, actually, that first C86 cassette tape uh, that the enemy had, uh, there was um, Mighty Mighty and Fuzzboxer on it. So two Birmingham bands, you know, legendary, really. And then, uh, yeah, so we'd we'd listen to all that sort of... It moved, in it? It went from sort of like the Bauhaus post-punk, you know, killing joke, yeah. uh, into sort of the jingle, jangle yeah, sort of indie guitar. Like, are what they call it. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, all, all the Sarah Record stuff and Orange Juice bands like that, going to places like the Burberries. And then uh, into sort of, um, I guess, I got into a bit of hip-hop, um, sort of the late 80s, so I sort of moved away then from mm. the guitar into sort of hip-hop and, and, uh, and other sort of uh, music, but loved it all, yeah. I'd listen to anything, really. So which places were you going to? Because I was going to places like... Uh, the barrel organ, yeah, snubs. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was it the um, Holy City Zoo. Holy City. I was a bit young for Holy City Zoo. I'm really annoyed about that because that was a big. I mean, Andy Gray bought it, didn't he? Yeah. And he had it, and Khan and Ballard were down there. So I wouldn't. I, I never went to Holy City Zoo, um, which I'm. Yeah, I'm just ashamed. Or the Cedar Club. I missed the Cedar Club. But it was exciting time yeah. for Birmingham. Oh, we had some brilliant bands coming out. Some really great stuff. And I, yeah, the, I, I, and I'd switch. I'd, I'd, cause I was, although I was into post-punk and the indie side, so I actually, when I was 15, 16, became a psychobilly, or, you know, the psychobilly, yeah. So I'd go to King, bands like King, King Kurt, Kurt, Cramps, yeah. and um, Guana Bats. But I'd, uh, with mates, we you, Birmingham, you could just dip in and out. So I'd go to places. I'd go to the Ma- the Mermaid on on uh, Stratford Road and see Napalm Death's early gigs or uh, bands like the Swans. I remember Swans nearly blew the roof off the so loud. And then we come back in town with a barrel organ, like you yeah. just mentioned. You'd always do Paris on a Wednesday, uh, and then on a Thursday, Friday, Xanadu, which was Zigzags, the alternate yeah. um, place behind, well, part of Powerhouse, really. Snobs, uh, we go to, and we were just talking with me about <laughs> yeah, the different right. rooms, and I can't remember the sort of poppy type. I remember like the indie stuff, and then actually H- House in the in the eighties. Uh, I got with the Hummingbird to see bands, and then they'd have nights on uh, that whole housing, the Q Club. I'd go down to the Q Club a lot. See, uh, saw PJ Harvey there, but then you know things like Flashback would come in. So just loads, man. It yeah. dip in and out to loads of different, all types of music, all types of different venues. At that time, my friend, well, my friends were in a band called the Bicycle Thieves. Yeah, God, I forgot. Which him. was uh, my mate yeah. Derek Banton, which I'll send a big Bicycle shout out to Derek Banton. He was the bass player. We'd go to places like Sinatra's, yeah, we'd follow Sinatra's, them around man. as well. Well, they they used to be, so our mates would be in Elizabeth Jane, uh, yeah. and they would play, They used to play quite a lot with the Bicycle Thieves. I completely forgot about the Bicycle Thieves. And you mentioned earlier the Great Outdoors, the Scarecrows, yeah. all that sort of uh, onion head uh, at the Cog Club and Piranhas. Think about it and talk about it. You think, my God. Obviously, that 80s period broke a lot of bands. And I'm pleased that this is your next choice for us. I said at the start, no Duran Durans or Black Sabbath or whatever. You've always got to have a felt song in. Uh, They're just, he's a genius, I think, Lawrence. Ten albums in ten years, disbanded and went on to Go Kart Mozart and um, Denim, who were just as brilliant. So this is the uh, the mighty felt with uh, Sunshine I always get the, the, uh, the, I've got to look at the title. Sunlight Bathe the Golden Glow, sorry, from Felt.
the Fantastic Felt. Yeah, absolutely fantastic band, genius. So we were talking off air about first gigs that we ever went to. What was your first gig that you went to? So first gig I went to, 1980 at the Odeon, and it's Ultravox, and I think they just had a number one with uh, Vienna. So I, in my head, I can think it was about the October time, and I went with my dad's uh, mate. He took me down for the first gig, and I can't. You, you, your memory is amazing because you can remember your second. Gig. I can't remember the second gig at all, but clear as day, remember seeing Ultravox, and after they were they're absolutely brilliant, really good. Vienna they were known for, but they had so, such a back catalogue with rich kids, and then yeah. they're on that edge of the synth. And uh, yeah, I remember we were up in the in the balcony, you know, in the, uh, looking down, and it, yeah, it was awesome. Great, great gig, great, mm. great venue, the Odin. First gig, uh, what we were talking about, it's split ends. Yeah, I know. I can't believe you. Well, I wouldn't remember seeing them, and I can't believe you, you know that was your first gig because that was a pretty cool yeah. first gig, man. They just had a number one with I Got You in 1918. Yeah, I, so I can't remember the song. So I'd watch them on top of the pops. Managed to get some tickets uh, a couple of weeks later. And you reckon there's only like about 50 there was, people here? Yeah, yeah fi- just believe. 50 people. It's a big, it was a big venue, isn't it? You know, yeah. you had the pit, the orchestra pit, and the stage would be up there, and that was a big stage. So like 50 people would be like, you know, rattling around a bit, I imagine. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was a shame, really, because it was such a great gig. No. So you take a, a chance and you know the top of the pop stuff, but the other stuff you'd be like, is it any good? Or is, yeah. you know, and that's why, a bit like you, Ultravox. I, I knew Vienna, and I was only, I was only been ten or eleven at the time. But I remember, I remember distinctly thinking the rest of their stuff's really good. You know, they're not just the, this one song band. Like you were saying that there was no computers, no YouTube, no, no stuff like that no, when no. we were growing up. You'd either listen to a radio show, especially John, John Peel, Peel yeah. or you'd. Listen to the songs on top of the pops or the radio, yeah. and then you go out and buy the album, and that's how you you yeah, had to actually yeah. go out, and you had to make the effort to find the music rather than the music yeah. find you. And you had a finite amount of money, you had a little bit of money, so your you choices had to be right, you know, because if you messed up, you couldn't take the stuff back. It'd be like you know, and that'd be your hard earned cash. Yeah. And the other, I don't know if you ever read them, Dave, but from, the other big thing for me was like things like the Enemy and sounds and, and uh, Melody Maker. So the weekly um, music magazines or newspapers were really important about the single reviews or the gigs coming up. Mm. And you sort of make your decisions. And oftentimes, John Peel would be playing the stuff that was in the paper. So you'd be like, oh, okay, that's I'm, that, that's worth my 50 pence on my pound, wherever it was. <laughs> so we're going to have back. another song choice, Jess. <laughs> we are. So we've gone, with last few songs have been a little bit of uh, um, guitar-based music. But as I said, I started getting into, started getting into uh, hip-hop uh, quite early on, you know, with things like the Sugar Hill Gang, and we're not Birmingham's not really well known for hip hop, uh, although we've had some great artists come from here. And this song is absolutely fantastic. A guy called Matty Hansen, and the band are called uh, Credit to the Nation, and uh, the song's called Call It What You Want. See if you recognise the uh, the beat behind it. Call it what you want. Call it what you want. Call it what you want. Cause you think 
for a quick break and taking us into that break is a song that was due to be released in September 1997 but was cancelled by the band's record label because of Princess Diana's death. It's from former Felt frontman Lawrence with his band Denim and the track is called Summer Smash. Summer Smash, da 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 da. It's the Summer Smash, da 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 da. We got a Summer Smash. 
And welcome back to Made in Brum. And I can imagine there's people out there going, what was that? <laughs> well, actually, it was a bit of jazz rock from Galliard. Yep. And the name of the title jazz was? It was New Dawn Breaking. Which were one of them popular bands uh, from 69-70 who were part of, I suppose, what they call them, the Mother's Crowd. Yeah, the Mother's Crowd. Well, I, I picked that. I mean, Jeff Brown was in that band and he was in uh, Muscles, which is two completely different types of sound. But I picked that uh, particular song because of the work that you're doing, Dave, and, and uh, you know the, your, your knowledge around that sort of mid to late 60s uh, music around psychedelia, uh, around the sort of the Brumby era yeah. and obviously the work that you're doing with, with, with Mothers which is massively important which is how we first sort of met isn't it yeah and the sort of shared love of, of music as we've discussed but also about how we perhaps protect and celebrate our, our music heritage and as I said the stuff that you've done with Mothers is just been phenomenal thank you I appreciate that but you're doing great stuff out there as well and I think important places that are no longer with us like the Rum Runner uh, other venues like Mothers that's not there, but the room's there. And also the Crown as well, which are doing work with the Crown as well, yeah. which are, which is a fantastic to see what you're doing with that and trying to turn it into something, a, what, Birmingham Music Museum? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a bit of a, a wish and, uh, you know, I'm not sure if it'll ever happen, but that, you know, Coventry have got a music museum. So why hasn't Birmingham, you know, our, our history and heritage, of, as we've discussed, is huge. And it's just a shame. It's just a building that is a stunningly beautiful building. It goes back to the 1800s. It's by a really important architect. It's got a history of being the site of the first ever released folk album from Ian Campbell. It's got where Sabbath had their first gigs and people mm. like Stan Webb from Chicken Shack would play down yeah. there. Christine McPerfect, as she was at the time, before she went off to um, Fleetwood Mac, would be there. John Bonham would be there. So it's very similar to sort of Mothers. Then you jump forward into the 70s. It was punk, the home of, of Birmingham punks. A little too young for me, but Rankin Roger with, with the barman there. Uh, you got all the punk graffiti still written on the walls. It's not been touched. John Taylor from Duran Duran had a residency there. Uh, he was uh, in a band called Dada before he went on to, on to Duran Duran. So it's got this, you know, real rich history and heritage over 30, 40 years. Beautiful building next door to the Electric Cinema, which is the, the UK's oldest working cinema. Two doors down is the, rep the, the UK's first ever purpose-built uh, repertory theatre. So that street, Station Street and Hill Street, if people don't know it, in the city centre back of the train station, is a really important street. It should be a massive tourist attraction. People will come from, I think, from all over the world to look at the stage where Ozzy and Tony and Geezer and Bill first played their gigs uh, and so it's a little bit of a campaign. I don't think it will work. We'll see. It's owned by some Japanese developers. But as with the mother stuff that you're doing, you know, if you don't talk about it, shout about it and try these things, then, you know, they'll, then they, we will lose them. So we're going to have another track. We are. What did we say? I forgot. <laughs> oh, we, oh, okay. So we've gone, we've gone from we, jazz rock into jazz. This is jazz electronica. And this is a guy called Chris Bowden, who's uh, you know, unbelievable. He's uh, he's an amazing saxophonist, and he goes out and, and sort of mixes with electronic bands and bands like Four Hero. Uh, this is from two thousand and three. It's called Crockers and Killers.
Crockers and Killers. Crockers and Killers. Uh, he's, he's amazing, Chris Chris Bader. And we've got a real long history of jazz in, in the city. And actually, it's a really vibrant scene at the, at the moment. There's some great stuff going on. But I wanted to play that track. One, because I love Chris Bader. I think he's hugely underrated in this city. But I've got a little theory that I've been developing the last uh, uh, few months or thinking about the last few months. And that's about the saxophone and how the saxophone is writ large through Birmingham's music history. So we heard it on the Galliard track, you know, fantastic uh, sort of jazz uh, sax going on there. But if you think back to like people like Andy Hamilton, you know, really one of the most important jazz people, in, not just in the city but the UK. Brian Travers at UB40, Saxer with the beat, Chris Bowden, who we've just heard. We've got people like Sweta Kinch, you know, one of the leading jazz uh, people. And I just have a little thing, you know, perhaps the, the instrument of choice in Birmingham, or the instrument that we could talk about and, and say represents Birmingham, might be the saxophone. A lot of people will disagree with that. Of course they will. They will. <laughs> Good. That's what you want. I mean, what do you what, what, what do you think? What, if there's an instrument or a sound or honestly, no drums. Yeah. I mean, you've got people like John Bonham. Yeah. People like Bev Bevan. Yeah. Carl Palmer. Yeah. I mean, some of the world's greatest drummers have yeah. come from Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, never remember his name. Pink Floyd drummer. Yeah, uh, Nick Mason. Nick Mason. Nick Mason. Never remember yeah. Nick's surname. Uh, no. Born in Edgebaston. You born in Edgebaston? Yeah. I'll keep it. That's drummers. I'm talking about the instrument. The yeah, saxophone, drums are drums, man. Saxophone. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> when I go out to watch a band, I'm always looking at the drummer as well because, and people say your band is only as good as your drummer. Yeah, I, I, I get that because they're they're really important. But drums, man, you know, they're ten a penny. Yeah, but God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I'm going. I'm sticking with the sax. Okay. People like Saxer and Soweto Kinch. We've got your last choice coming up now. So thanks for joining us on this week's well, show, been great. Pleasure always meeting yeah. you. And obviously, we're, we're doing things next year together, so we're going to be spending more oh, time yeah. together, which could be, be a bad thing. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. It'd be so, great. It's exciting. Thanks for joining us. We're going to go out with a new track. Yeah, we are. We've talked about the past, and we're going to bring it back full circle, because we're both Chelsea uh, boys at heart. And uh, this uh, next artist... Is from Kingshurst, you know, stone's throw from here and, and keeping it real. She is huge already, but really going to explode. And it's Lady Leisha uh, and uh, uh, new track Black Panther. With a bally, I wish a girl would know shally. Trust I got the keys like a valley. Heat like Miami, free throw on a Dwayne Wade on a galley. Um, that's a free second violation. Air boo, on my team stay annihilating. Chess, so I really don't know why you're hating. Put your copy so much of your sideways twins. Look, filming up, all them other gal, them a regular. Himming up on the radio, over video. Simming up, all them little gal, better simmer down. Inferior, she ain't the real thing. I'm original. Hit it up, you want the kitty cat. Make it rook it down. Tip it up, ride it like a horse. Tell her he's got. Burn up, girl, I tear it up. Yalla rip it up, go to yell, look no, yalla like a comedia, not a yell, tell a what a yell, leave the area, stop a yell, I'm a flutter yell, real afraid of did you want the way to put you with the rebarrier, that's the only time you be all over social media, banter, what you rap for, what you stand for, I'll be at your door like a delivery from Asda, hamper, blacking out, looking like a pamphlet, or a backhander, straight to a hander, rasta. 
over blaster, me your master. Casper, me dope it down, girl, about the snatcher. Dash that in a trash bag, come and grab that. Bad girl, bust a dead girl, it's a disaster. Actor, cut the chapter, me did a caster. Fracture, put the gas up in my gaster. Scratch that, give them airtime when I'm here. Like asthma, oh got asthma, oh got asthma. Killing all of them, becoming all awesome, semi bad. Quick things are never slowly, don't have to like to be cozy, holy moly. I spin the girl quicker than Rogi Poli, all and only. I'm bigger than him, and Herman told totally on the ball of Kobe. They're taking shots while I'm the goalie. All your team is phony, I think you know. I know you know, but then you're lower money. You go limo, you find it over. What's the story like? I never sold the Balamori, yeah. They don't wanna mess before me cold, you're my villain, Everybody knows I got the flow, on the skill, you Man, they even hating on the girl, but they're chilling, you Man, they even hating on the girls, see. They don't wanna mess before me cold, you're my villain, Everybody knows I got the flow, on the skill, you Man, they even hating on the girl, but they're chilling, you Man, they even hating on the girls, Thanks for joining us on this week's show and our final track is from Delta and the track is called Could You. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Doctor said
yourself with me Could you, could you put yourself on me 